This week, my original plan was to start a new series. Uh, normally, I have a pattern for preaching, uh, being here 28 plus years. Uh, I actually, we actually have people here who have been with us the whole 28 years. So they've listened to me all of that time. So I feel like there's an obligation as a pastor to be able to preach the whole counsel of God. So I try to make sure I cover as much of the Bible. So if somebody's sat under my ministry for a number of years, that they've gotten the whole thing, not just pick and pieces that, that, that I've picked out over the years. So I, I, years ago, I started this kind of routine or this, this pattern where what I try to do is I try to take a series from the Old Testament, and then I try to do a series from the New Testament, and then I try to do a series from the life of Christ, and that's kind of my rotation. So uh, we went through Ephesians in the New Testament uh, a year or so ago. We went through Moses this past year. So this, this week, I was going to start a series on the parables of Christ. And we are going to look at the, the stories that Jesus told while he was here. And so I've actually, I started working on that series all the way back in December. And uh, so this week I was working on it and I was all ready to go. And then uh, I started watching the news. And I started watching what was happening in our country. And I started looking at um, everything from the COVID thing going up to uh, what was happening in Washington and the election and all of this stuff and so much turmoil and unrest and everything else. And I thought, you know what, let's just put that aside for a moment and let's go back to some important principles that keep us tethered during times like this. So during difficult times like this, there are certain passages of Scripture that really help me tether myself back to where I need to keep my focus. And so in the course of this ministry over the years, there's a couple of passages that I, I continually go back to, and I'm going to go to one of those this morning, because I think it helps us to kind of stop and, 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 and put things a little bit in perspective uh, with everything that's going on. Because often during times like this, one of the questions you start asking yourself is, where's God in all this? Uh, where's this thing headed? And how do I navigate through all of this stuff? And how do I handle all the, you know, we talked about it this morning, you know, how do I handle all these questions that come up? Should I do this or should I do that? And should I not do this? And what about this? And, not, and so I just thought, you know what, let's get back to some things that, that are solid that we can tether to as we go forward in a very uncertain world. Because if you haven't figured this out yet, uh, this isn't going back to normal anytime soon. Uh, this is kind of, as we go forward, everything is just so up and in the air with so many things. And uh, so as we go forward, I want to go to a passage this morning uh, from the psalmist and David. And it's actually a song that, that, that David writes. And he has the sons of Korah, who are associated with the Levites, sing it. And... Uh, it lays out some pretty important principles that I think really help us understand, particularly in relationship to where we are as a country right now and, and everything that's going on in our world. So the passage in is Psalm chapter 46. And basically, here's what happens. David writes this, and there's three sections to this psalm. So I'm going to break them down and kind of walk through the different principles and the different issues in each one. So here's the first one. Here's what David said. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, 
Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and the foam in the mountains quake with their surging. Now, <clears throat> this doesn't mean a lot to us today because we have internet and we have a global mindset and we have uh, weather things. So we can we understand things in a way now that, uh, for instance, if, it, if we had a snowstorm coming, that we can actually look at weather radar and go, okay, there's a storm out west and it's moving at so many miles per hour and it's headed this direction. If it doesn't change, it's going to be here on such and such a date and you can expect blizzard conditions and high winds. And We have that ability. But when David's writing this, they didn't have that. When David's writing this, you got up and whatever you saw was what you had to deal with. It was a very uncertain world. David said, you know, he said, I get up and all of a sudden there's an earthquake and a mountain has slid into the sea. And in their culture, it was so tied to the gods that the pagans were teaching, well, that's because you've angered the god of, of Thor, or the, the uh, thunder god, or a rain god, or a sea god, or a mountain god. And so this is the gods responding. So there was all of this turmoil and uncertainty because they didn't know why this stuff was happening. They didn't understand why the mountain slid into the sea. They didn't understand why all of a sudden there's a, a tsunami where all of a sudden the waves come crashing up. So in their world, when things like that happen, everybody got nervous. Were the gods mad at us? What, what did we do wrong? How did we, who, what should we do to make it right? How do we appease the gods? And so the world was in chaos and turmoil trying to figure it all out. Is that not where we are? I mean, we've been able to manage stuff as a world pretty much. I mean, anybody remember the AIDS crisis? Because, see, I remember AIDS when we had, we, there was a lot we didn't know. I remember having to meet with CDC and infectious disease people to find out if drinking from a water fountain could pass on to giving someone's AIDS. Because we didn't know. We had a situation here in the church where we had, we had a guy who was coming who was diagnosed with AIDS. And we had to sit down and go, okay, what, what, what should we do? How do we protect people? How do we not protect people? What should we? And, and there was a lot of soul searching trying to figure out what this thing was and how you respond to this and what you do to protect people. And, what do you, and, and there was just so much uncertainty about it. Now, we don't have a cure for it, but we, it, it can be somewhat manageable. We understand more about it now. But what's thrown this, the world into a tizzy at this point is we've got a deal here that's less than a year old and it's continually evolving and we, don't, we have so many things that we just don't have answers for. Much like Psalm chapter 46 in David's world. Where things that we thought we could figure out, we can't figure out, so what do we do? And notice what David said. David said, you know what, no, here's my response. I'm not going to fear. I, I, I'm not going to live in fear because what he says is, God is my refuge and my strength. In other words, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and put my confidence and trust and refuge and strength in God. Not in trying to figure out everything that's going on. I'm just going to trust God. And you go, well, that sounds very, very simplistic and very, very uh, basic. Yes. Yes. Because throughout history, whether it's in Psalm or whether it's 2021, God wants the same thing from His people. He wants them to trust it. 
He wants refuge. He wants us to go. When we're struggling, he wants us to go to God, to find our refuge, to find our comfort, to find our safety, to find our security. And what I see happening right now is we're in a culture which is so driven by fear. And if you haven't figured this out, fear sells. And fear makes money. And fear motivates people. And fear changes people. And we have a culture now, in fact, we, we, we have so focused on this thing of fear that I genuinely believe we have a media now that is realizing that if they can't come up with something that we need to be afraid of, they start losing money, so they have to continually create things. And so they're jumping on some of the minutest things, but yet it's the moneymaker form now. And that's what has happened within our society. And so what's happening is, and, and what David says is, look, in an uncertain world, where there, there, there's nothing I can tether to. David says, the one thing I'm going to tether to, God. He's my strength. He's my refuge. Then listen to this, because I think this is so applicable for where we are right now. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. David said, you know what? When I look at the political scene out there, when I look at all the kingdoms and everybody else, everything is in a turmoil. And it's, and I, I mean, it couldn't be more applicable than where we are right now as a country. I mean, the images that you saw this past week, um, if you're like me, they broke your heart. We saw sacred places in our history, in American history, being used in, um, in, in a way that was dishonorable. And it broke your heart, and it should break your heart, uh, because it, it should not have happened. And to see it, and, and by the way, before you get all riled about it and, and go, well, you know, I can't imagine, you know, and, 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 um, if you want a little bit of church history, here's a quick rabbit trail. Um, when they conquered Jerusalem, one of the things that they did is they went into the temple and they slaughtered a pig on the altar. What do you think that did to a Jewish heart? You can imagine the visceral reaction that people had. And so, you know, you got a small taste of that this week. A small taste of how, how, how it would have impacted. Because, you know, you saw it, and, and like I say, I'm not... But I also have to say this. I'm not excusing anything that happened this week. It's horrible. But what do you expect? I mean, what do you expect when for years, as a nation, we have attacked each other over beliefs and systems, and we keep pit poking the bear, and we keep pushing and pushing and pushing? If you haven't figured out, we have a divided country. And 